This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. We give the Drake the option of staying with his family. Hope to see you again soon. You as well, dear friend. I don't know where you're planning to go, but I gather that it must be somewhere dangerous. May the shoulder of the Ram Lord be ever at your back. And you as well, brother. Stripey, you are like a father to me. I'll see you soon, my friend. If I don't make it back, I want you guys to turn in my remains to the Alchemist Guild and they can turn me into a potion. After nearly two long weeks of travel, you have finally arrived at the Embran Caldera. It's ringed in thick, dark clouds, moving unnervingly fast and unleashing a blizzard on the slopes below. Frequent thunderclaps rattle your ship. Tokus needs to say goodbye to Ezric. These potions may very well change the course. You'd better come back alive, you hear? I don't know if I can make that promise, Matt. The world needs us. Farewell. Good luck. All right. We uh, swan dive into the caldera and assault them. Good luck, Storm the Castle. Were you going to clairvoyance? And if you do, could we like set ourselves up to like have another long rest so that it's not <laughs> we're not going in minus one spell slot? Minus one spell slot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, first question: Have we uh, ascertained whether or not this storm is magical, or if it's going to uh, subside subside anytime soon? It did not look like it was subsiding. Or subsiding. Yeah, it looks like it's staying up as long as you're watching, and it also doesn't look like it's moving anywhere, so... Mm. It very well could be magical. So it's probably the scepter, mm. is what you're telling Yeah, me. I was thinking the same thing. Could be, yeah. yeah. So that guy teleported all the way back here with the scepter. Just to give us a hard time with approaching the caldera. Um, do we have a strike team assembled? I assume Alendria's coming with us. Alendria... And Captain Clapton will be accompanying you. All right. But Nibrin will be the initial strike team. (laughs) (laughs) You left him behind. Oh, dang it. No, no, we didn't. Didn't we? No. Oh, that's right. We did not leave Nibrin behind. We left uh, the Drake behind. Almar and, and, yeah, Eldrak behind. Yeah, we dropped off the families. We had Ezric slaving over the potions. Yeah, Nibrin is with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To the bitter end. Nibrin was the sous chef. He is with us on promise of 146 gold pieces, a.k.a. two years' salary. I have that written in my notes. We could teach Nibrin how to use... It'd be fun for us to communicate with Nibrin. Like, what if Nibrin was the one that managed the satchel? He's our comms specialist. And the yep. watching... And then he was... like Because that was the problem I had with giving the engineers that job of watching the chalk chunk uh, vision is that... They're, they'd be distracted driving. You don't want to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Right. So it's not smart. Yeah, he's our comms officer. If you're listening to this podcast while you're driving right now, don't drive distracted. Yeah, and they're also not our best friends, whereas Nibrin totally is. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, I'd rather swap messages with Nibrin. So well, let's put Nibrin in that role. So Nibrin has the satch. And again, whose satch is it going to be mine? I think it's got to be mine, right? I think so. I don't know. I mean, I feel like... Both Aslo and I have lots of action economy stuff, whereas I feel like you're a little more freed up, Jay, for satchelness. I am satchelicious. Like, like Brian has like chink, like getting your dual wield swords ready. I'm going to be doing stuff with like the poison 
Well, you all have bonus actions and things that you do. And item interactions we can use, too. Oh, if you, if you want to sacrifice your satchel, Jay, that that's noble. All right. Just make sure that you have, like, a lot of stuff that you would be reaching for out of the satchel, just, like, on your person, like a normal D&D player. Like, your potions. I don't keep anything uh, in the satchel. So it's given to Nibrin uh, temporarily, hopefully. You tell him the command word to dump everything out? Yeah. All right. Well, boys, is it, uh, I mean, boys and girls? Sorry, Alendria. <laughs> um, is it go time? I think it's clairvoyance time. I, li- I like the clairvoyance idea because we could theoretically yes. keep circling and maybe regenerate those, hel- those um, spell slots. How many times can you clairvoyance? It is a third level spell. So even if we mess up the... So 17 times. Yes. Yeah, well, you can do it a lot. So even if we mess up with the first casting, we could spend a little more time reconnaissancing, and theoretically, you might be able to regenerate some of those spell slots. That's true. I I love that idea. Like, if we don't glean good information from the first casting because we did something dumb... We could try a few more times and maybe fly around. I don't know. Or maybe maybe we should fly off and take some time with the information we do glean to actually map out a plan. Exactly. And then fly into the caldera. That's the idea. We clairvoyance to get the information, then we form a plan around the information. Yep. Right. So we try to see where the path leads um, and if we can see an entrance into the caldera. Yeah, I, li- I like the path idea. Okay. So what you can see of the path from the ship, it's sneaking up the side of the mountain it's already kind of in the storm you can't tell where the top of it goes because it just disappears into the blizzard the bottom part passes behind some rocks and then also disappears from view so perhaps it goes into a cave or something down there you can't see clearly so then do we have to like go boots on the ground and then find a spot to clairvoy from or two like it doesn't seem like there's really a good spot that's going to give us much information from up here yeah, we don't... I don't know, maybe you can help me understand this thing, but the spell doesn't say you have to have line of sight. It's just an obvious location that is unfamiliar to you. So can we say, like, near the top of the path? Or... Uh, no, that's not an obvious location because you don't know where the path goes. You could put it at, like, you know, a mile that way or mm. something. Yeah, like, if you're looking at a building and it's obvious that there's a room, like, inside the building, then you could say town hall boom but like nothing beneath the storm is obvious to us it, what type of storm is this because some storms have like an eye could we like tell the engineers to fly us direct because we've been circling i wonder if we went over it if there was like an eye of the storm your engineers don't think the airship can go that high okay oh. doesn't okay. go up to cloud level okay then why don't we do this one of us goes invisible and does initial recon to place the clairvoyance. I guess that would be me, right? It's a little dangerous. I don't know how yeah. they want to get you in there. I mean, I wouldn't go all the way in. I'm just thinking down below the level of the uh, of the storm, just to see if we can see under it to place clairvoyance. I don't know. Mm, I don't think there's like an under. I think it's just going to be like when we get up there, it's going to be raining and snowing or whatever mm. it is. We're just going to okay. be in the middle of a rainstorm. I think the storm is maybe ruining some of the potential of using it for purely reconnaissance. I think it could be very powerful once we actually see some stuff, right? Like if we show up at the front door and there's like a bolted, closed gate, you could like theoretically clairvoyance the other side of that door and you could see, oh, is there a mechanism that opens this? Are there guards? 
I I think that that's I'm I'm looking up like common uses of clairvoyance or examples of clairvoyance. A lot of these examples mention like the other sides of doors. Yeah, I think the the stormy skies are not clear enough to void in this case. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it was a little maybe I thought it was a little more open ended than it is. A point in range or obvious location. That yeah, I think the problem is is the target being a point in range or in an obvious location. The examples they give, it's like you know that there's a door, you know that there's around the corner, you know that there's a grove of trees. So right. I, I, I can understand why Thane's interpreting it the way that he is, because like we can't really say something generic like, oh, we want a clairvoyance behind the door that surely this keep has, but which door? Yeah, or like at the entrance. And then like where is the door? Yeah, I think the best we could do is fly a little bit close, like as close as we can get to the storm without being affected by it, and then you just point into where the caldera would be and just send it as far as it'll go, a mile in that direction. Yeah, could he see on the other side of the storm at least? I know that wouldn't really reveal much more than just Brian seeing and hearing the top of the structure, but like, I guess, theoretically, couldn't he say, I want to clairvoyance on the other side of the storm? That's something he can see. He can see the storm. Well, I said the storm was a few miles across already. Mm. Okay. And it's a one mile range. Okay. And we don't want to fly the ship closer. Yeah. Not like into the storm. Yeah. Okay. No, no, that's legit. I mean, I, I think, I think we need to go in. Yeah. I think so too. Ooh, hold on. Did you notice that the components for the clairvoyance spell are a focus worth at least 100 gold points, either a jeweled horn for hearing or a glass eye for seeing? A, that's really cool, but B, did we compensate for that? (laughs) (laughs) Anybody have anything worth 100 gold? It has to be a jeweled horn for hearing. Yeah, you've got to have those two components. Uh, Oh, what the heck? A focus worth at least 100 gold pieces, either a jeweled horn for hearing, or a glass eye for seeing. Oh, oh! if you don't have them both, you don't get the hearing or the seeing? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you need to have 200 gold for... <laughs> you have to have those specific items? Yeah. Oh, wow, my goodness. Okay. I did not realize that. Well, you could have picked that up, too, in the shop. Yeah, if you're fine with that. Yeah, so could we just have that... Brian, do you have 200 gold to deduct and you just have those items? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that out. Well, here's something, guys, that um, I've just discovered. Remember that time, like a session or two ago, when we were... When I asked, hey, does anybody have a spyglass? Guess what I have. You have the spyglass? Just take a guess. You have the spyglass? You have the spyglass. <laughs> I thought you looked. Uh, you holding out on the shelf? I did not realize it. It was in with my equipment list and not inside my backpack. Um, I just didn't realize that it, I had it. I mean, a spyglass is equipment. Shaba, you know that performance reviews are coming up, right? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't reflect well on you. Performance reviews are always coming up, Aslo. What else is new? Here's here's the spyglass. Why like don't winter we... is coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Performance um, reviews are coming. I hand the uh, the spyglass to Captain Clapton and I say, "What do your sailor eyes see, Captain?" <laughs> well, problem is that he doesn't have eyes. Remember, he's blind. I know. I was only trolling him. Oh, okay. He holds it up to his eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I remember the days, the days back at sea when I could see everything I could see. So let's, uh, let's go. Let's head on down. I agree. Um, we could all go invisibly. I think that is still an option. I mean, assuming we cannot see anything through the storm, therefore I think it's safe to assume that they cannot see us, right? So uh, right. we hope they might not be able to see us yet. And then if we go invisible, then we can do some stealth recon. Yep. 
All right. Uh, so how do we want to do it? Do we want to use our potions, or do you want to cast a fourth level in this? Well, I'm wondering if um, Captain Clapton and Alendria are coming with us. Oh, uh, that's true. Right, there's... I don't know, it doesn't make sense for just the three of us to go and do recon and come back. No, 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 yeah, you're right. The, the two of them are coming with us, so there's five in our party. Yeah, so we'll give them each uh, potions of invis, and then I'll cast it on the three of us. Okay. Oh, yeah, should we give one of the many healing potions, like greater or regular, to Elendria and Captain? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So Elendria has her own healing potions, as well as... Potion of climbing and invisibility. Oh. She also has a rope of climbing. Oh. Very nice. Okay, well, why don't we give Clapton. All right, I'll give Captain Clapton one of my potions of healing. I'm going to give him one of my regular potions of healing as well. Okay. And I'll give him one as well. So he has three. Uh, thank you, lads. But I'll try to just use my tankard first. <laughs> I've never been a stranger to the old swill. Oh, you have a magical tankard? What? Drinking from this thing refreshes me after a fight. What? I ask him for permission to identify his tankard. Yeah, we are actually going Oh, in. I think he knows what it does. Yeah, he doesn't need it identified. He's He was just talking about it. So it's a magical tankard that refreshes him after a fight. So he doesn't need our healing potions? Well, it, the tankard's limited, so we use it a few times. Huh. So he does want our healing potions, or he does not? He'll take them as backups. All right. Sweet. Cool. We want everybody topped off. Yeah. We can always move items around during the... So Lendria has her own healing, or her own invisibility potion. Is she okay with using hers right now? She's questioning if this is the best time. They, if they're watching us, they will see the airship dropping us off, no matter how careful we are there. Fair. And they could assume that we're heading in towards them, so I don't know that stealth getting to the storm will be all that useful, and once we're inside it, we'll be largely covered by the snowfall itself. Yeah, I was just starting to think we should wait until we're basically at the front doors to go invisible, because we're already covered by the storm. That's fair. Alright, are we, uh, I guess, are you, are you guys putting on your cold weather gear? Mm, as well? Yes, we You're do. Already I feel like we're already wearing it. it. it's been cold for days. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm good anyway. <laughs> Java's just in his underwear. Alright yeah. guys, let's go. <laughs> guys. All right, let's I'm comfy. Do this. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So we'll just go in normally and uh invis if we need to. I think so. Alright. Here we go, boys. So your engineers slash pilots fly as close as they dare to the storm. They're worried about aside from the obvious high winds, you know, flying in might weigh down the ship with snow and ice and damage the balloon and the whole thing could come crashing down so we get as close as they can manage and then let you out over the side finding a relatively level area to drop you off but it will be quite a climb to get to the lip of the caldera from here the altitude and the cold are both also already taking their toll so your heavy winter clothes are helping to keep out the worst of the cold but even with them you doubt you'll be able to last more than a few hours in the storm without having to find some kind of shelter wow you have that path that you saw on the way up that you can aim towards and hopefully follow it to the top. Okay. All right. Just before we get off the ship, I clasp uh, Nibrin's head in both my hands. I kiss him on the forehead and I say, Nibrin, this is your life now. You're one of us. We're counting on you. I, I won't let you down. I'll be sure to keep an eye on this. Well, actually, we, we need them to let us down because we're still coming off the airship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but physically let us down, but don't let us down in your responsibilities is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Nibrin, you have, you have one job to do. Just watch this hole, and that's it. 
That's all you have to do. <laughs> Just do your job. Don't mess it up. Just stare at Tokus's chest. Write us periodic notes of encouragement. Yeah. Frequent notes of encouragement, because we're going to need it. Yeah, so watch the satchel, watch the hole, and write us notes at the same time. Yeah, but don't use up all the paper and ink on notes of encouragement. <laughs> yeah, try to write sparingly. Write in very small print so that you don't use up too much paper or ink. One sentence encouragements. Yeah. yeah. This is probably more purpose than you ever have before <laughs> in your existence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, try to think of like witty and inspirational one-liners that you can send to us. Yeah, this is your shining moment. After this, it's all downhill from here. Remember that. Unless we survive, in which case... <laughs> You will rise with us to glory and fame Worldwide Hashtag worldwide But we'll take all the glory and the fame And you can have your, the gold that we'll give you Gold's well, enough for me <laughs> <laughs> And with that We exit the ship Stage left Stage star Stage port Right <laughs> Stage r- Stage right Stage starboard We rappel down to the snowy <laughs> Yep, we're on the ground hillsides. Okay, here we go <laughs> All right, you bundle up and head into the storm. There is no real path where you are now, and the ground pretty rapidly shifts from climbing through these few feet of snow, like trudging through it, to actual cliffs that you're going to have to climb a few of, probably, before you get to the path. Mm. Everyone bust out those potions of climbing. Now's the time. Yeah, the ones we didn't... The ones we didn't buy? Yeah, I didn't buy one. Oh, I bought some for each of us, didn't oh, I? Oh, Brian bought three, I thought. Yeah, I bought three and gave one to each of you. Oh, dude, potions of climbing. Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> this is why you need to write things down on your character sheet. <laughs> I did write everything down on my character sheet that you gave me. I I, I didn't realize that you just handed them over to us. I, yep. I appreciate it, Brian. Wait, what the heck? I could have sworn that I wrote it down, but it's not on here right now. And how does her rope of climbing work? She can direct it to hold one end and then direct it to tie the other end around something else, and then you can climb up that. Oh, cool. Oh, I did write it down. It's just, it's not magically colored on this like the other ones are. It's a potion of climbing, but it's like the other ones have magically colored text, like purple and green and orange. But a potion of climbing just has normal black text as though it's a mundane item. That's strange. Uh, it's listed as common for some reason. Oh, okay. So is everybody drinking those potions right now? So it lasts for an hour, and you'll have a climbing speed. Equal to your walking speed. Yeah. Basically means that you shouldn't have to worry about climbing at all going up these parts. Nice. You guys remember that time where I was like, hey, I wonder if potions of climbing would come in handy. Mm, I do remember that. I, I guess I'll drink my potion of climbing. All right. I'll do it, too. Tip them back. All right. Well, Alindria and Captain Clapton do not have potions Climbing. Oh, has one. Captain Clapton does not. So then what good is that going to do us? Clapton can drink the potion of climbing. I'm naturally you, good at climbing. Yeah, you have a great strength. Why don't I give him the potion and I'll just try to do checks. I like that plan better. All right, before I knock back my potion, we're like, wait, Clapton, you don't have one? You've also got plenty of ropes. I mean, if you guys want to tie a rope to me, that's fine, but I should just climbing check. Yeah, we tie ropes off between all of us. You know, one rope connected to everyone just like in uh, the movies uh, and then we climb and we give yeah we give the other potion to Captain Clapton yeah. okay yeah Elendria will drink hers Captain Clapton drinks his and then the four of you are climbing up with Tokus suspended on the rope and trying to climb on his own I mean if you've got four people who can 
do that kind of climbing. I don't know that there's much of a challenge for Tokus. Hmm. I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Although you are the heavy one here with all your armor. So. Yeah. So I'll have you make checks, and then if you fall, I'll make someone else check to catch you. Hmm. Whoever is next to you. So the potion of climbing only really affects our speed. And it gives us advantage on athletics checks. Which is important because you might have to make one if I fail. It might make all of you check. I'm not sure how that would work because we're all tethered. It gives you a climbing speed, which means you typically don't need to make checks to climb. But you, it doesn't have spider climb, so you still can't climb things that you couldn't realistically climb normally. Mm, okay. Got it. All right. All right. So make your check. You have to probably make a few of these as you're going up. Well, I'm starting off pretty low here. Let's see. Athletics. Yes. Of course. Of course. That's not what I picked. So I don't gain my proficiency. So that would be a seven because I rolled a three, right? All right. I only get my strength. Yeah, that's not great. So I'll have the two of you are probably are next to him, or... I rolled a nat nat twin twin. Guys, I thought I was good at climbing. <laughs> uh, this uses our advantage, right? Yeah. Yep. So my total is a 24. Uh, 19 for me. All right. Yeah, with the two of you hanging on... You managed to keep your hold, and Tokus does not fall down. Pull the rest of you with him. Sweet. Always good. Got to make another check for the top of this cliff. That's not much better, guys. That's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> Tokus, did you know performance reviews are coming up? <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen a raise, and it's been like a year of adventuring together. They're annual raises. They're, it's coming up. It's, don't, don't worry about it right now. It's actually only been like four or five months. Oh, really? Okay. It feels like so much longer. That's <laughs> no, been like six months. When you, when you have a boss like Aslo, it feels like it's been longer. <laughs> it feels like it's been forever, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we make our checks. Uh, mine is a 21. And they're rolling with advantage, right? Because of the mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah, of the potions. Push. I got yeah. a 12 here. Oh. Uh, well, with the 21, you're good. Two of you can pull them up. Nice. And I guess you managed to make up, up on the first cliff. Let's do this. Two more times. Hopefully, you'll make it at least one of them. Just roll quickly. All right. Much better. That's a 19. Nice. And last check. Uh, 19. Okay, that's 12 plus 4, 16. 16. <laughs> yeah, with the 19 from Shaba there. Oh, these checks were harder than 16? You're climbing up a snow-covered cliff in a blizzard. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah you're, you're, you're the DM. You can set the DC to whatever you want. <laughs> so, yeah, with your potions and all of you working together, you scale the cliffside, climb over that last ridge, and find yourselves on the trail you saw from the airship. The snow's still deep, but at least the slope isn't quite as steep here. It's not a sheer cliff. You also notice possible signs of passage, which is surprising considering the rate of snowfall. Uh, it looks like something large and heavy was plowing through the snow, but it's not immediately obvious in what direction or if the trail is from an object or a creature. Hmm. Shaba? What shape is it? It's just kind of like something, I don't know, maybe a couple feet wide was dragged through the snow or someone walking through the snow and leaving a big trail behind them like that. It was big, whatever it is. It pushed right. through the snow and left a big wake. I will survival. Survival check. You will serve evil? That doesn't sound like a good <laughs> yes. thing. I will serve evil. Shabba betrays the party. All right. Um, I rolled a natural one, so that's a nine. Okay. Awesome. I mean, sorry, that's a seven. You're like, hey, guys, look, there's some snow drifts. Guys, <laughs> I see something in the snow. It's a thing. I feel like I remember this happening in previous episodes where you 
have, have rolled really, really poorly on your survival checks. Yeah, I don't think I've ever made a good survival check <laughs> in the history of the show. It's like the one th- thing that rangers are good at. Yeah, also last session I rolled like 10 ones at least. <laughs> so the trend continues. Yeah, you're just continuing that. <laughs> I want to check one thing about your character. So hold on. If you're going to check whether he's awesome, the answer is a resounding, of course he is. <laughs> I think this is going great so far, you guys. I didn't fall off the cliff. <laughs> Doug is dangling from the ropes. God, it's going <laughs> guys. great so far. <laughs> Hanging upside guys, down. This is, this is not as easy as it looked. <laughs> oh, um, I give a smile to Nibrin on the back of my shield. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can't see him respond. So. Yeah. You do the whole peace sign like you're taking a selfie and you hold your shield mm-hmm. up. Nibrin, this is awesome. You should totally be here, bro. Wish you could come. Wish you could have come. Yeah. So what was your bonus on that check again? On survival? Uh, plus six. Wow. So you got a seven, actually. But it's a natty one. It's a natty one. Mm-hmm. So Should have been a halfling. So, actually, due to your favored enemy, you recognize this. Ah. What? You examine... Dig down a little deeper in the snow to where the footprints would actually be, and you realize that there are giants up here. Oh, oh wow! I hate giants. This is that moment in the movie where, like, the camera, you know, pans back and zooms in at the same time. It's like, <laughs> right on Shaba's face. Yeah, as it sets in. Giants. Why does it always have to be giants? <laughs> So what I was looking up was what you got as a bonus for tracking your favorite enemies, and that was advantage, uh, so I rerolled for you. Nice. Uh, wow. Yeah. We've got some slaying to do. <laughs> Shaba, we don't have time to go after your grudge with giants. But Tokus, don't you see? We're already going after them. We're going right into the heart. For some reason, I'm talking like Batman (laughs) Whenever giants are around I start talking like this It's true They don't hear so well at low registers So this is a way you can talk Without being overheard Difference between me and you I'm not wearing hockey pads Shaba, I feel like you're changing so much Since we buried Stripey I am You don't even know the half of it, Tokus like, Shaba's actually a bit destabilized. <laughs> yeah. Stripey's death has, has caused me to rethink my purpose in life. Guys, I've been a vigilante this whole time. Shaba, are you okay? <laughs> my purpose is to hunt. I was born a hunter. I was raised a hunter. Molded by it. And I will die a hunter. <laughs> this new version of Shaba is really intense. I thought you were going into the the Bane speech, so that's why I <laughs> yeah. said molded by molded it. Molded by it. Hunting is in my blood. So uh, my question is, does this trail path thingy run perpendicular to the path, or is it going up the path? It is following the path up, and it uh, looks like the giants were headed upwards most recently. Okay. Oh, man. So then, yeah, more than likely they are working with the cult or part of the cult. Oh, yes. Or something. I will follow them to the ends of the earth. <laughs> Shaba, calm down. Take a few deep breaths. Aslo, I grab you by the collar. Aslo, they're giants, Aslo. I don't think you know what this means. I, I think it means that they're giants? It means that the giants and the cults are working together. 
I know, which, I just said that like five seconds ago. <laughs> which I could have guessed because of how evil giants are by nature. But you've just hit the nail on the head, Aslo. Our most hated people, the cult and the giants, are one and the same. Working together. <laughs> All right, well, let's not expend a lot of resources on these giants. We have to save our spell slots for the cult. But Tokus, didn't you just hear what I said? They are one <laughs> and the Tokus same. With the, other the giants are the cult, are the giants. <laughs> are the cult, are the giants. They're the same thing. And I gently put Aslo down. Sorry about that, Aslo. <laughs> just when it comes to giants, I I get a little I get a little beside myself. Okay, okay. Well, you can help us trail them, Shaba. You were made for this moment. Think of how much material a cultist cloak made for a giant must use. It would be like a blanket that could cover eight people. Think of how warm we would be under that blanket, Tokus. Not out here standing in the cold. Let's quit talking about it and go slay some giants. All right, let's go. Yeah, lead, lead the way. You know how to track them. I think you need to put uh, Tokus down first, though. Oh, yes, I put Tokus down as well. <laughs> Just drops me into the snow. <laughs> Shabo, what, what's happened to you? You used to be so nice. Docile. I'm a changed person, Tokus. A part of me is missing, and that part of me was the only sane thing I've ever known. Shaba, your heart wasn't limited to Stripey. You love Aslo and me too, didn't you? Of course I love you, but it's not the same, Tokus. You don't know what Stripey and I have been through. There was so much time before we, we met you. There was so much time. There was so many difficult days, so many lonely nights. We were with each other through it all. And now he's gone, Tokus. He's gone. He's never coming back. Well, Shaba, we're we're here for you. What would really help me feel a lot better right now is killing some giants. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll kill them for you. If, if that will make you feel better, I'll kill them all. No. Me killing them would make me feel better. <laughs> you killing them for me would just make me feel worse. We'll set up the kills and let you kill them, Shaba. Killing them together would make me feel the best. Well, with Stripey... No longer here. There's no fear of him kill-stealing the giants from you. That's true. Only of Alendria or Captain Clapton kill-stealing them instead. No, we can, we, can, we can tell them that you want to kill the giants, too. I mean, they can... It's okay. I'm sure there will be plenty of giants to go around. Well, I mean, they're here listening to all of this, too. I know. Are they, are they, are they like... <laughs> like, looking at their watches. You guys ready yet? <laughs> Alendria is looking concerned. Sorry, I'm just going through a thing right now, okay? I'm sorry. Let's let's move. Let's plow ahead. Got, and I try to reassure Elendria and Captain Clapton, like, this was a lot worse when he had were-ratism, okay? <laughs> like, this is nothing compared to that. This is nothing. It's the tip of the iceberg. You remember that, Clapton. You were there. Yeah, Captain Clapton almost slew me on that night so long ago, but not so far away. Yeah. But you didn't have to. Because we managed to get control of the situation. Like, we're going to get control of the situation right here. Aslo, do you still have uh, calm emotions? Um, I don't think I ever had calm emotions. You did when you had the crown, but you probably don't know that spell anymore, do you? Oh, yeah. No. It was only when I had the crown, and I don't have it anymore. Yeah. It'd be really useful right now. <laughs> Let's just go and kill some giants so that he'll calm down. Okay. Yeah, maybe it'll, maybe it'll <laughs> have the calm emotions effect. Okay. All right. We carry on. You follow the path upwards for about an hour as it snakes back and forth, slowly approaching the mountaintop. I will have each of you roll a constitution save. Constitution saving throw? 
I'm uh, I'm mountain born, son. I don't suffer penalties for being in high altitudes, and I have resistance Ooh. to cold damage. So yeah, so Shaba is okay. Everyone else makes saving throws. So my con saving throw comes out to a fifteen. You know, the great thing about being a halfling is that I get to re-roll ones. You roll another one. Don't get to re-roll twos, however. <laughs> so that would be yeah. a four for Aslan. Oh, no. The bane of halflings everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you said it was 15 for Tokus? Yes. All right. So Tokus and Shaba are doing all right for the moment. It's still awfully cold up here. But Aslo, Captain Clapton, and Alindria all failed your saves and have one point of exhaustion. Oh, no. Yikes. Yikes among us. All right, I'm going to write that down. I can't wait to get inside, man. Must be so nice and warm in there with all that lava, all that hot magma <laughs> flowing around. Sharks with frickin' lasers on their heads. <laughs> all those sharks with lasers on their heads floating around in the magma. In there. You continue trudging through the snow, mentally and physically exhausted. The cliffs seem to rise endlessly above you on one side and drop into nothingness on the other. But at this point, you come across a pile of boulders that have fallen across the trail, blocking the path. You could scramble over them, it looks like, without too much trouble, but it looks like they fell down here and are covering the trail that the giants left. Uh, How big are these boulders? Like five to ten feet, different sizes. Oh. Shabo, would you mind scouting this out just to see if you can see anything that might be off to see whether this was deliberate or it was just a random collapse. Yep. Any other thing you can find out? Uh, 17 on a survival check. You're looking around. Like I said, the trail goes underneath the boulders, so this is a somewhat fresh fall. There's not a whole lot of snow on top of them. Looking up, you don't see any obvious point where it would have dislodged from, but that's kind of hard to tell anyway. You can see the ledge above you on the left 40 feet up or so, and it seems intact. As far as you can tell. Okay. Uh, I start climbing over it and see if anything moves. Do we still have the climb potions engaged? Did those fall off by now? I think that fell off because it's been more than an hour. Yeah, they're done. They lasted an hour. It's been just over that now. Okay. I guess I asked how big they were because I wanted to know if I could theoretically move. Could I move some of them? Uh, not really. Are they kind of like frozen over, snowed over? He also said it's, it wouldn't be terribly difficult to just climb or, uh, you know, climb over them. I just I just wanted to make sure there wasn't like an ambush in waiting or something like that. A trap, yeah. Well, you start climbing up, and as you reach the top of the boulder, you hear crunching of snow from somewhere up the cliff to your left. Oh, we look. Up the cliff to our left. Guys, snow's crunching. Turning your head to look up, you see a gigantic blue-skinned face with a long white beard peering down over the edge of the cliff towards you. My blood begins to boil. (laughs) I stand next to Shaba because that keeps me warm. (laughs) (laughs) Roll for initiative. Oh, boy. <laughs> giants! Giants! No! Boy, oh boy. That would be a 15 for Aslo. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, oh no, no, Natty First roll of the night. Mm, the Natty Twins. Nice. Shaba will be going on a 23, and sadly, Stripey will be not going at all. Oh, sad face. I believe this is the first ever time that I've rolled initiative without Stripey. And a pang of sadness hits Shaba like a wave of snow. 
snowy wave. <laughs> he goes to roll his second d20, and then he hangs his head and cries. And then I start rolling down the hill, and a giant <laughs> snowball begins to form around my body as I head straight for the giant. Mad Mardigan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mardigan. A Mad Mardigan-esque snowball <laughs> aimed straight for the giant. <laughs> he just steps out of the way. <laughs> Shaba, are we really in your element right now? Like, don't you get bonuses for being knee-deep in snow? Oh, dude, I not only don't get bonuses, I don't take penalties. So, read them and weep. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, I believe the other two of you were exhausted, level one. Uh, yeah. Defsky's exhaustalized. Yikes. All right. Then Shaba is first. What? Well, then. Wait. Wait, you also natty twins? Uh, I did not, but I my total was higher than a 20. It was it was three higher than a 20. Namely, Whoa. a 23. <laughs> so from your vantage point on top of these rocks, you can see the path continues forward for about 70, 80 feet before snaking around to the left and continuing up the mountainside. And it looks like the giant up on your left is farther ahead on that path. Okay. How far above us is the giant? Really close to 50 feet or so. Whoa. That's a tall cliff. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, yank on the old bowstring here just to give it a little test. You know, sometimes the cold has a has an effect. Just make sure we're good. Everything's working in good working order. And then I'm going to take off running up the path. I shall run a full movement. About in the, I'll stay in the center of the path, not too close to the cliff, not too close to the trees on our right. And um, I'm going to turn back and fire a shot at the giant. And I will say, Giants, why does it have to be giants? <laughs> All right, it does have some cover due to the cliff that's blocking most of its body from you. Hmm. So it'll be a little harder to hit, but you can go ahead and try. Flipping right. giants on a flipping plane. <laughs> there we go. And that's a 22. That hits. Unmodified. All right. Um, this may be as good a time as any to explain briefly to our listeners what's going on here. Shaba, before he met Stripey, was a hunter. He's very skilled at, uh, at hunting in the wild. And so, given the death of Stripey, he has returned to his roots and taken on the characteristics of a hunter. And I think if you know the rules of D&D, then you know what that means. If you don't know the rules of D&D, then it doesn't really matter to you all that much, so let's move on. Um, <laughs> I am going to deal some damage here, and that's all that's going to happen for now. That is very low. It's uh, five damage. The giant collapses to the ground, dead. Congratulations. <laughs> yes, victory. Oh, wait, I forgot my favorite enemy bonus. That's actually a big nine damage. Ooh, Boom. he's extra dead now. Yes. All right. Yeah. So you loose your arrow, and you see it grazes the giant's shoulder. Nice. And, and that will end my turn. You, you get an extra attack now. You're right. Because <laughs> I am a hunter. That's right. Yeah, wasn't that what you were just explaining? <laughs> that was what you I was just explaining. But I was explaining it. This is, the f this is my first time, Tokus. Go easy on me. Um, <laughs> I was explaining that in the context of other rules, other abilities that will become active shortly, or that are now active. Understood. You're, you're, Shaba's just like part 
barbarian now like you always wanted. Like, this is Shabba Rage that you attack a second time. For Stripey! Yes. <laughs> for Stripey! For the Stripe Father. Um, given that the giant is now beneath his maximum hit pointage, once per turn when I hit a creature with weapon attack, the creature takes an extra D8 damage if it's below its hit point maximum. So... Now that it is below its hit point maximum, I will attempt to hit it again for extra damage. And I miss with a 13. It strikes the snow and gets stuck in the snowbank right under the giant's feet. Shucks. Next time, giant. Next time. All right, I'm done. Tokus. All right, so I'm going to move closer to my friends because I like protecting my friends. Don't, don't, don't stray too far, Captain. I'm right, I'm right in front of you. And, uh, let's see. Do, uh, so, do I have line of sight of this giant? Surely I can see it. It's huge. You can see, like, shoulders on up. Because okay. it's, it's looking down towards your group, too. Gotcha. That's that's where I'm going to shoot this guy. Right in the face. Yeah. Okay. That's not great. Uh, so, that's a 16. Wait, no, our proficiency bonus is plus four now. We're level nine, dog. Straight up level nines. Bro. Uh, Power level 9,000. So hold on. So my spell attack bonus is 8? Yes. Good on you. That would be a 19 to hit with that fire vial. Thank you wow. very much, everyone. Proficiency bone up to plus 4. Does, does that actually hit this giant, though? That is still not quite enough to hit the giant through the cover. Ah, okay. All right. Well, I'm protecting my friend, so if the giant goes first, I can protect, you know... One of you guys, maybe. Yeah, maybe I should have just gone up there and started going after him. Dude, you can jump up there, bro. He well, doesn't have the jump. What? Oh yeah. Don't have the... I gave I, I gave the ring of jump away. Oh, gave it to goodness. me, I think. You, because I don't have it. If I had it, I'd, I'd use it for sure. Yeah, I I had I don't have enough attunement slots for all my sweet sweet stuff. Ah, that's right. It was a matter of attunement slots. Gauntlets, armband, and the new axe. Yeah. So that ends your turn. Yup. I'm going to stand with my friends. If I'm going to die, I want to die next to my friends. Always. The giant seems mildly perturbed that it got shot, but it wasn't a significant wound to it. So it's going to grab a nearby large rock and chuck it down towards the group where everyone's concentrated together. Hmm. Feels like a gianty kind of thing to do. Yeah. Uh, can I impose disadvantage, or it doesn't work that way because it's an area of effect? Um, it's technically still an attack roll. He doesn't really do an AOE, unfortunately. Okay. Well, sorry, Clapton. I'm going to try to protect Aslo with my shield. <laughs> You're on your own, Clapton. Well, no, it, it's one rock, and it hits one target, and it happens to be Aslo. You were right on that. <sighs> Wait, Aslo, no! I do think it would be cooler if more monsters had AOE attacks, especially things like giants like that. Yeah, mm. it seems like it would make more sense and be more flavorful. Mm-hmm. Tokus will heroically heave his shield in front of Aslo. Aslo, no! <laughs> it still strikes through. The Your shield is no match for the weight and speed that that boulder's coming down at you at. And Aslo, you... Uh, let's see. Sorry, hold on. Does it... You said it hits me? Yes. All right. Uh, I would like to use my second chance here. Um, I can use my reaction to force a re-roll. Okay, it already had disadvantage, but it will roll a third time. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be so frustrating as a DM. Uh, it rolled higher. Oh, no. <laughs> it deals more damage. 
Oh, that sounds like a lot of dice, listeners, on Fane's side. Yeah. Boulders usually convey significant damage, I would imagine. I've never been hit by a boulder, personally, but... <laughs> so it strikes you for 25 points of damage. Ooh, ouch. Oh, wow. Yowie zowie. And you get smashed and sunken into the snow before the boulder flies off and goes careening down the mountainside. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Asla, did he just, like, take off half of you? He just took off half of me, yeah. Uh, pancakes a la Aslo. Man. <laughs> Rough. Get out the blueberry compote. <laughs> Slather some on me, because <laughs> I am now a pancake. <laughs> so after throwing that, the giant steps back away from the ledge, and you can no longer see it. Ugh, that jerk. Uh, Shabo, you can still see it. It's just barely at the top of it because of where it's standing. Because you're a little bit higher up the trail. Aslo, it's your turn. Well, given the fact that I'm now half dead uh, before my first turn, I would like to cast Mirror Image. Nice. And then I will uh, start to work my way up the mountain and uh, just run up about as far as I can. You might get farther if you jump. Oh, no, you, you still move the same amount if you jump. What about taking it slow and staying near me? Oh, no, I'll act before you move again, or before the giant acts, right? So Yes, that's true. We should both try to, to make our way up the mountain. Yeah, we, we could leapfrog. I could follow you where you go and try to keep protecting you. That would be great. Uh, I move 25 feet up the mountain. I get uh, right up to where the rock wall is. Oh, and then uh, I will turn and give uh, Tokus Spartic Inspiration. Oh, thanks, buddy. I really need that after failing to save you from that boulder to the face. <laughs> well, you know what they say, Tokus. Confidence is 10% hard work and 90% delusion. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. That's that's good, adv- good advice from you as always, boss. Yep, anytime. <laughs> you hear more thunderous footsteps crunching through the snow. Oh, that's just the sound of Kavaki pitter-pattering through the snow. That's right, coming to our rescue. He's coming to our aid against the foe. And yeah, Shaba, at this point, don't you know Call Kavaki? Isn't that like your ninth level Goliath perk? It is. Yes. <laughs> you see another giant coming to the edge of the cliff. Oh no! Right up where Shaba is, roughly, and it's going to throw a boulder at Shaba. No! Shaba, watch out! Those things hurt. <laughs> so I hear. That hits. Yeah, I imagine it does. Or uh, 29 points of damage. Yikers. That hurts a lot. You're right, Aslo. Now it's Alindria's turn. She doesn't have a ranged attack that she can use, so she's just going to rush as fast as she can up the mountain. She successfully climbs over the boulders and goes straight past Shaba, almost to the bend. Holy shnikes, dude. She's fast. Real fast. When she needs to be. Alendria Faceworn, save us! Save us! We need you, Alendria. Captain Clapton hobbles over towards the pile of boulders as well. And r- rocket thrusters erupt from his peg legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, he spends his turn struggling to climb upwards and just barely making it to the top. And now we're back to Shaba. Alright, I'm going to continue trudging, trudgingly, up the hill. And then I shall mark the giant as my prey. And I will attack him. 
do you have more bonuses when it comes to fighting giants? Yes, I do. Are you attacking the same one that's injured or the one that's now closer and is uninjured? Wait, there's multiple? Yeah, dude, he said we hear more footsteps. The more was the other well, one. I, Shaba, I can't see what you can see. I'm back here in the storm. There's another one! Ah, we're all gonna oh, die! Oh, gosh! No! <laughs> we'll be rejoining Stripey soon! <laughs> you can barely hear him shouting over the noise from the storm. Shaba, shout oh, okay. louder! It's muffled. <laughs> Yeah, what's, what does he say, Aslo? You're closer. I don't know. I can't hear him. <laughs> um, I think the one that's closer is more of an imminent threat. And since I only did a little bit of damage to the other one, I know it's not like as efficient, but I'm just going to shoot the guy that I can see better and that's closer to me. So I got a 20 and a 26 to hit. Does hit? The first one to take it off max HPs is going to be 13 damage and then the second one I'll add the extra d8 for my Colossus Slayer ability and that'll be uh, 15. Alright. And that's going to do it for me. Two solid arrows into its bicep and its thigh and looks hardly phased at all. It's keeping a fairly stoic face. So, yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> squinting at you. Thank goodness I have Alendria as my melee fighter ahead of me. Tokus? Yeah, I just don't know, guys. But I must continue to try to protect you. I'm going to move and continue to be sandwiched between my friends. That way they'll protect me if the giant <laughs> throws a boulder this way. <laughs> like last time, Aslo, thanks for protecting me with your face. Hey, anytime. <laughs> Which friends might those be? Oh, yeah, Clapton and Aslo. I do need to say something because Clapton might not hear. Well, he hears everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's got exceptional hearing. So you move up in between uh, Captain Clapton and I. Yes. Yep. Do you want to try climbing up the boulders? Spending your turn doing that too. I mean, you're going to have to climb them eventually if you want to get up there. So, aren't I still good at jumping even without the ring of jump? You're pretty good. You probably are. You have a high strength. Well, not that high actually. It's only a plus two. What about the the gauntlets of giant strength? Sorry, yeah, you've got the gauntlets. you got a plus four. I was looking at your natural strength there. He has supernatural strength. Yes, my unnatural strength. I mean, I could also... I just don't want... I, I really want to try to ration my spell slots better. I was considering just mistying up the hill. I think that's only 30 feet, isn't it? Up the hill, not up the cliff, right? Could I move in front of Clapton and starting to climb so I'm still close to him? In uh, case He already climbed up. Ah, okay. But can I climb up in front of... Clapton. Can I just, like, climb up and over Clapton? Hey, like... <laughs> yeah, Thane's talking about the boulders that are blocking the path, not the cliff on the side of the uh, Yeah, the cliff face is 50 feet. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm going to get up on those boulders. I see. You guys are already climbing the boulders. Yeah, I'll climb the boulders next to Aslo and Clapton. Okay, we'll make an athletics check. Sure. Is Wait, aren't I disadvantaged right now because of... Uh, you are. You're disadvantaged because mm, you're exhausted. Ah. I'm going to roll another d20. It might be even <laughs> worse than that first one. It was. It was indeed. Uh, so that's a 10, right? Yeah, 10 is not good enough to climb up through here considering all the snow and everything. Whoa! Whoa! So like Tokus like slips and falls on his butt. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. These boulders are taller than you are and you're having a rough time getting up there. Okay, so I slip and fall off of the boulders. But I'm still next to you guys. Don't Don't go anywhere. In game terms, I'm still useful. <laughs> Don't make fun of me for falling in the snow. 
I wonder if like Tokus gets engulfed because I'm not that tall. Like me, like laying on the ground, I'm probably like in the snow, right? You said it's pretty heavy snowfall. Yeah, I mean, if you if you were to lie down and cover yourself, I mean, I lie down and make a snow gnome angel. <laughs> snow angel <laughs> yeah, as you just sink into the snow as you're waving your arms. Well, on the plus side, you'll be lying down after the giants kill us all and skin us and strap us to the bottom of their snowshoes. <laughs> yeah, I bet boulders hurt even more if you're, like, prone on the ground. <laughs> yeah. you. You're in prime position. Assume the position. Okay, you're not prone on the ground. You just didn't make it up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to stand up and stop making snow angels. No, stop stop it. It's not time for this right now. We, we can <laughs> There's do no it. time for that, Tokus. Yeah. After we kill the giants, you guys will let me make snow angels. Of course. So the first giant comes forward, leans over the corner again, and throws the boulder, but it wasn't paying attention to the fact that you moved, so it completely whiffed, and the boulder just goes flying down the mountain. Oof. Nice. Good job, Tokus. And then it once again backs out of sight. Togus, have I mentioned the snow really brings out your cold, dark eyes that are evil? Can I hear him? Yes, you can. I just thought I'd give you a little bit of encouragement to help you climb the boulders <laughs> better next time. Oh, okay. The contrast between your dark, evil eyes and the white of the snow is rather striking. Well, thanks, Shaba. You, you always knew how to observe my beauty, even when other people didn't notice it. <laughs> Don't mention it, Douglas. Okay, Aslo, it's your turn. Um, all right. I would like to try climbing up the rocks, please. Please and thank you. With disadvantage. Yeah, we're really going to struggle to scale this. Maybe we should do something. That's a natural nine and a natural five. So given my awesome athletics skill, I'm going to say that's not good. <laughs> yeah. You can't climb up with that. I would say that uses your movement to try to climb up there, and then if you want to try again, you can use your action to effectively dash. Okay. Uh, yes, I would like to do that. That seems, <laughs> that seems like an important thing to try. All right, here we go. You know we're in a bad position when the Ooh. DM is, like, handing out pretty much a free action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually going to be a 15 for Aslo. Wow. All right. Okay. It's, nice. It's not easy, but you do manage to scramble up the side and put yourself on top. Nice. All right. I'm king of the mountain. Now do I get to do my regular move? You can move another... 20 feet or so. Aslo, you've left my sight. No! <laughs> sorry, Tokus. I'm leaving you behind. And actually, sorry. Um, can I see Shaba now that, I'm, that I've climbed over the rocks? Yeah, you can see him. Okay. Uh, or actually, I guess it's uh, based on hearing, isn't it? I want to give Shaba a bardic inspiration. It's uh, 60 feet as long as he can hear me. So I just shout real good. Yeah, if you shout really loud, he... He should be able to hear you at that distance, 40 feet away. Okay, cool. Hark. Didn't note down how much damage you took there, Shaba. Uh, I took 29 last time. What? Yes, indeed. Uh, wait, you took 29 damage? Dude, I got hit by a boulder. Were you not here for Was that? Was that, did you, did you get to use Stone's Endurance? Uh, I didn't get to, I just chose not to for the next boulder. <laughs> Which oh, is coming okay. right now. Oh, man. This one might not hit. Nope. This one goes just over your head and... Phew, and hits Alendria. No, just kidding. Please don't. <laughs> no. Crashes into some rocks behind you. Sweet. Did you, hear the, uh, did you hear the one about the airplane? Never mind, it's over your head. <laughs> uh. 
Now, Elindria's turn. Did you know why the bicycle didn't go to class? Why, Jay? Mm, why is that? It was too tired. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's, that's quality right there. Quality. <laughs> Given that we're on a, uh, a snowy mountain here, did you hear about the um, professional skier who uh, started using performance-enhancing drugs? No, what? I didn't. What happened to him? Yeah, they went downhill real fast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the good news is I heard they like turned their life around and, and swore off using drugs ever again. Um, in fact, they made a slalom vow. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, oh man uh, we can just go home now yep that, we're done that's the end <laughs> of the show <laughs> this show's done the we end. filled our, our joke quota for the week yeah they won't well no they they won't let us air the podcast anymore after that <laughs> we've been banned <laughs> banned from all podcast platforms well there's a couple that might still publish us but not the major ones they have to go onto like the the dark web of podcasts now well Elindria seems exceptionally swift on her feet. She practically flies up the mountainside and reaches that nearest giant and attacks it three times. What? I don't even get to attack three times. Well, you're also not Elindria of the Faceworn, dog. Are you Faceworn? Have you sworn anything to the Fae? Uh, Last time I checked, no. I mean, I, I've been touched by the Fae. <laughs> well, that's not, the, that's not the type of conversation we need to have right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Elendria charges up, her sword bursts into flames, and she swings, wow. striking the giant. Holy shnikes. Glad she's on our team. Is that what you get for swarning to the Fae? <laughs> Yeah. And searing it in its calf with her burning sword. Nice. I mean, I knew she, like, genocided an entire Sahuagin colony, but, (laughs) geez, I didn't imagine she could have a flaming sword. I mean, maybe it even works underwater. Who knows? Captain Clapton, he climbs down the other side of the boulders and continues running up the hill... You notice that it seems like he's very sure of where he's going, despite the fact that he's, you know, blind. Two eye patches and whatever. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like he's following almost directly in Shava's footsteps. Dude, I wonder what it would take to actually make snowshoes that attach to peg legs. <laughs> like they're they're diametric opposites, right? Is that the right word to use? Yep. They're they're completely opposite in their in their functionality. <laughs> he is slowed by his peg legs, but he's moving as swiftly as and surely as he can. Man, how does he do it? Man. Captain, what's your secret? I call out. He's a tough old sea dog, that's for sure. He's as sure-footed as ever, as I've ever seen. I use echolocation, lad. <laughs> Just trust me, lads. I can do anything here. I'm fit for the fight. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> You can do all the things that Kavaki strengthens you to do, Captain. You're too far away. He doesn't hear you. Or he's just ignoring you. Oh. <laughs> Shabba, it's your turn. Clap- Clapton, why? <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> I know for a fact that Captain Clapton does not subscribe to Kavakiism. He is He worships only one god, and that is the sea. <laughs> Shabba. I will continue my trudgeless trudge. That is a word that I made up to sound like Dr. Seuss. Yeah, I was going to say that made me think of uh, the Lorax when you said that. (laughs) Uh, Up the side of the mountain, and I will continue to shoot. 
Oh my, the giants come into view as I round the bend on the path, and I can take in their full treacherous glory. At least you do only see two giants, not more. That's always a plus. This switchback goes forward another 100-ish feet before turning to the right and continuing up the mountain. Mm. And you see that the two giants are stationed at kind of a wider plateau, small plateau or ledge on this path. It looks like they had a little campfire going there. Oh my. At least at some point, but it's not running right now. Not burning. All right. Well, I'm going to shoot the guy that I have marked as my prey, which is the one Alindria is in combat with currently. Oh, man, I got a five and a natty, na 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 natty twonzo. Oh, the natty twonzo. <laughs> so I assume the five misses. Yep. And since the critical hit is your first hit, you can apply that doubling on your... Yes, indeed. So I will be dealing uh, 4d8 plus 2d6 plus 8 damage. <laughs> wow, did you even need Stripey? Like, I feel like Shabo's just so much more powerful uh, now. I certainly deal more damage, that's for sure. Maybe he was a crutch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was holding you back the whole time. But now he's being driven on by his, by his uh, death. Yeah. love for Stripey. Right, this for... is yeah, this is all vengeance talking. Um, 21, 25 damage. That's almost as much as a good lightning strike. Nice. Or a good boulder, even. Mm-hmm. So you shoot the giant in the gut, and it's starting to look a little bit weakened from several <laughs> arrows in the sword strike. Take that. My desire to seek vengeance for Stripey is outmatched only by my hatred of giants. Yeah, you've got both of those things working for you now. That's true. Mm, yep. That's right. Shaba, you're, like, really set up for this fight or something. I was born for it. Molded by it. <laughs> Next thing you see is a bright flash of light illuminating the snow up above you. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Suddenly followed by a streak of green light that rises into the sky as far as you can see through the storm. Whoa. It looks like it's coming from somewhere further up the mountainside, perhaps from around where the giant is or a little bit past it, and it slowly fades away over the next several seconds. Uh, Yikes. Is that a magical flare? Some kind of signal flare, yeah. Yeah. It seems that way. Man, that's that's okay. Instead of like the bat signal, it just like it's like a firework, and it's just Sharikov's face <laughs> <laughs> Call, <laughs> calling all cars. Oh man, it's not good. Well, you can't see the height of it as it just fades away into the snow, but it seemed to shoot up pretty high. Yikes! 